sometimes I wonder, sometimes I really wonder, am I a good dog by the age of 40 or 50? Do you know what I ask? Cause all the real niggas die young, and fake niggas last a fucking lifetime. Oh well, if I die, at least I was a real nigga. Feel me? Taste maker studio all night. Thin a pipe up this time. Not the type that you wipe, but the type for one night. Cause I wanna be a goat. Move to the game, but they calling me to go. Grab all the competition by the throat. Then they go drag them like my mean coat. They can't see the vision. Guess they need it now. Police pushing me. I took more lies than politics. You know exactly how it go. We rolling up the drove, and it got us in the zone. Mix it with patrol, now we got it going on. Got it going on, got, 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 got it going on. Get a belly and then we're stressed. Uh, a couple seconds from getting wrecked. Got better with the aim now, blast your best. Be behind the team, but I know the wreck. Hmm. Tell me where your body left. Chill. Let me take a breath. I've been feeling ill on Mokotest. Yeah. Cause I'm chasing the vapors. Infatuated with the money. All I'm seeing is paper. Take the money, get it high until it's high like that paper. Fuck the label unless we made it. Call it, call it, taste maker. Yeah. Taste maker. Yeah. You know exactly how it go. In the zone, mix it with patrol. Now we got it going on. Got it going on. Got, got, got it going on. Yeah, you know, I don't really smoke crack. I do heroin or, or Zans. Why the fuck do I need drugs? I got that fucking taste maker, man. That's my fucking drug. I got that fucking taste maker, bro. Stack the paper up till it's high like skyscrapers. You're truly hazardous. Yo, Martha, what's my mink? Yeah, yeah. Stack the paper up till it's high like skyscrapers. Skyscrapers. Hey, what up, guys? It's Julie Vance Weeker, and on today's show, we got the Tastemakers. How are you guys doing today? 
We're fucking fire. Lego, <laughs> my dude. So real quick for everybody that don't, doesn't know who you guys are, just introduce yourself. I right, check it out. We're the tastemakers. I'm ja- oh, shit. I'm James Hazard. <laughs> Pedro over here. I'm not a hater. He said I'm not a hater. <laughs> oh my gosh. So how old are you guys as well? Just also for the the ladies. Ah, for ladies out here. He's got a sexy voice. Okay, okay. He's 23. Yeah, I just turned 21. Hey. Yeah. I'm the old man. I'm 25. Oh. The AT&T Bob ages. (laughs) I can't help you guys. We got the funny guy right in front of me, just so everybody knows. If obviously you can't see, but this guy right here, Jimmy. (laughs) He's very funny. So, um, where are you guys from, and how did you start this super group? Well, I'm from the Bronx. I live in East 180. Um, shout out. Shout out to West Farms, even though I hate that place. Super <laughs> but <laughs> um, we, met, we met up at Premier Studio, but however, Nanahito and Pedro, they met up way before. I'm about to pass the story to them for letting me explain it to more better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I'm from, I'm Nanahito. I'm from Long Island. Um, <laughs> born and raised. Fucking, um, so... Basically, uh, me, me, me and Pedro met. We met through a mutual friend. Um, I went to Queens College, mm-hmm. and I had a classmate. And we went to go scythe. We were just, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know. It was a weird day. We just, I ended up just in a car with random people, uh, was just scything around the city. Um, and so I met Pedro. We started talking. Like you say, he rapped. I, I'm like, yo, I, I make beats. You know, we we had um. A work relationship after that, you know, mm-hmm. I send them beats, send them back, you know, it was, yep. so I actually met up with him again on 420 of 2017, <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, you know, we smoked again with Paul, shout out to Lil Shecky, um, so I'm like, yo, bro, you should, because uh, he's an audio engineer, like, well, we're all audio engineers, so Definitely. I, I was like, yo, bro, if you want to work at this studio I'm interning at, you know, I could, I could help you out. And so he started working there, and um, basically the way we started was uh, Pedro wanted to use one of my old beats mm-hmm. um, that I had on my SoundCloud because I was transitioning into making more trap, mm-hmm. and my old beats were boom bap. So he was mm. he was fucking with my old beats, and he's like, "Oh, I want this one." So I'm like, right, "I'm gonna remake it," because honestly, like, I made this mad long ago. I don't have the the, the file anymore. Mm. So I was making it, and he was fucking with it. He wrote his thing, and Jimmy wanted to hop onto it. Mm. So I'm like, "Yo, guys, let's just make a group. Come on." <laughs> they weren't feeling it, and then we recorded it. You know what happened was we were in the office in our studio. Mm-hmm. You know, studio. Shout out to studio. Studio O A E F N P, baby. So <laughs> we um, started recording. You know, we you know shut the door. Every studio was booked out mm. this night, and you know, it wasn't, it was, it was busy, but it was one of those nights that were busy, but not busy. Right. So we just closed the door, recorded the song in there. And, um, I don't know. We just, the, the five, you know, something magical. So we like, we just kept doing it. You know, we just kept, you know, every, every week, a new song type shit. And then, you know, we were like, okay, we're going to put out this EP. We're going to put out an album later. We mm-hmm. just started immediately like planning the shit out. And, um, 
then we started coming over here to Noise Floor. Shout out to Noise Floor. Shout out. Um, there are in the building. You know, we recorded <laughs> the entire EP, basically. Um, you know, just to give give the people the best version of ourselves at right. this point in time. Perfect, perfect. So I also the number one thing that just stood out to me what you what you were saying is all you guys are audio engineers. So right off the bat, your sound is gonna be obviously ahead of everybody's. So explain a little bit of your sound for your fans, and let's talk a little bit about skyscrapers as well. Mm. I just I think we're eclectic. I think that's the best way to put it mm-hmm. because skyscrapers it's. It's a trap beat, but it's not like every other trap beat. You know, the trap mm. element of it is the drums and, right. the, and the drums only. You know, the the synths sound very reminiscent of you know '80s freestyle, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it's it's like I I think it's a very New York sound. The yeah, synths. I noticed that too. By the way, it's you know it's you take a New York sound, put trap drums over it. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, it's very because freestyle is like big in the Latin community. Right. So it, I think it also ref, reflects our heritage and everything because mm-hmm. we're all Latino. So right. gang, gang. Um, gang, gang. that's a very big part of our image and sound, especially for me because I'm like overtly and annoyingly Latino. So. <laughs> um, uh, He's not lying. <laughs> so I just like cram the shit in everywhere. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sprinkling everything. <laughs> it's like salt bay. It's salt bay. It's just uh, sazon, a little bit of uh, salt uh, bay, a little bit of adobo and everything, you know. Right? Definitely, I love that. Love that answer. Definitely, definitely. So you guys can definitely be compared to NERD for anybody out there that's looking for some sort of comparison because obviously they're very successful in what they do and they're still relevant. So. I'm thinking you guys are going to be relevant long ahead of most people. So Thank you. that's coming out right now. So shout out to NERD and shout out to you guys. Um, who influenced each of you to get into rapping and the hip hop and music industry in general? Because you guys already work in the music industry. So that's already a boom. That's like an A plus. Again, you guys are ahead of everybody. I guess it's more like transition into music because mm-hmm. like I get... I, I can imagine a lot of people want to do different things and then right. they transition it into music at the end of the long run or into period of time. It's not like a like an end state. Mm. It's like it's like energy. Like right now we're in the energy of music. Doesn't mean mm. you're gonna stay in energy. I mean stay in music. You could probably transition into film, you could transition into multiple things. Mm. Right now we're be vibing hard with this. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm loving this. This you're giving like probably one of the best answers. Of- <laughs> He's a mm. part. <laughs> but, but like, but influences. Um, I know back like in 2012. Um, I was showing my boys Kendrick Lamar. I'm like, yo, mm. he's, he always top. He's like, he's fuego. It was like, yeah. Nah, I don't know about this. Uh, right. What what is he right now? He's top goon in the game right, right. now. Right. He's yeah, running it. Look at that. So it's all about like sunken in the Marvel money. Mm, <laughs> you really got Marvel money. That Disney check ain't no joke, by the way, guys. <laughs> I just like our surroundings is that nature and nurture. Definitely. What up? So um, who influenced me? I'm from Flushing, Queens. Shout out Flushing. Yeah, shout out Flushing. Born and raised. Mm. Trying to get that tatted on my fingers. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Action Bronson is really wow. the guy who got me into rapping, you know. I was um, always, basically I started just listening to him a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, 
yo, if this guy is from, you know, my area, he can mm. make it where he's at, why can't I do it? Right. So I would, that really just got me in the mode. I would really just try to freestyle over any of his beats, you know, on YouTube. Mm. And then that just transitioned into me just basically getting into the whole songwriting thing. Mm. So, you know, it's a lot of Queens things too. I'm, you know, Nas is also up there. Mm. Also, Currency. Okay. You know, that lifestyle rap and shit like that. I fuck with that, you know. It's mm. all about just trying to live the best life you can. Right. And trying to portray that in the raps and stuff like that. It's a lifestyle type of thing. So, it's definitely just trying to keep true to your sound and shit like that. Represent where we're from. New York. New York, New York. That. Yeah. Definitely. You just gave like answers, by the way. But all you guys are giving answers that the not typical, like you know, when people with their influences, and you don't hear that. And that's the most interesting thing about your group. So that's why I'm thinking you guys are definitely very different from everybody that's out. And I feel like you guys have good influences on your music, and you can hear that in your sound. And that's why I think you guys are different and going to be relevant for a very long time. For sure. Also, yeah, different beat cat is not is not quotable. It really is a quotable. It's a lifestyle. Uh, oh, he he really yeah, does. Different beat That's not a lie. That's for sure. And who about who for you? I'm gonna give a very long-winded answer because <laughs> I'm I'm basically like a music lifer. Um, I've been playing and studying music since I was mm. five. Uh, started out in youth orchestras. Um, you know, my mom. I would have to give a shout out to my mom and my grandpa. Um, cause, shout out to grandpa. Uh, my mom taught me a lot about Latin music. Um, basically, like, you know, I guess this is, I don't know, for, for Latin households, like on Saturday, mm-hmm. mom is cleaning and music is blasting. Oh, yeah. right. So, um, she would just teach me about all these genres like um, salsa mostly, salsa cumbia. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like this, this certain rhythm is this type of music. This certain rhythm is is this type of music. And so, I, my influences is just outside of rap because I have a lot of rap influences too because I'm a big hip hop head. Um, but I listen. I've listened to so much, so much shit, and I don't want to sound cliche. Like, oh, I, I have a very wide taste right. of music, but like I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but you hear that when you speak as well, and obviously yeah. when you guys make music. So I, I like if I would have to say my biggest influences would be uh, classical, Tchaikovsky, um, uh, Dvorak. Um, Y'all definitely are. Um, salsa, I would say Willie Colon, definitely. Shout out to Willie Colon, Fania. Shout um, out. Uh, Fruco y los y sus tesos, Grupo Nietzsche, you know, Colombia shit. Um, you know, Jimi Hendrix, uh, ACDC, Metallica, um, fuck, what else? You know, in hip hop, Nas, Mob Deep, mm. uh, a lot of clean shit, you know, <laughs> CNN, uh, 50, uh, J, definitely, um, you know, and then I also, I've been making my own music since I was 12. I started rapping at 11, mm. um, and I used to make, well, I still do make reggaeton. I'm right. a big reggaeton head, so um, Daddy Yankee's very important to, like, 
my whole story. Right. Because, you know, 2004, Barrio Fino, you know, that's, mm. got, you know, that's the album that Gasolina is on. Right, right. So, um, that changed my life. You know, Hector Father, big influence, uh, Nyango Flow. Mm. I listened to a lot of Latin rap too. Uh, so, uh, I have a lot of influences from Latin rap. Um, Southern rap, you know, it's Three Six Mafia, UGK, mm. uh, Young Jeezy, Ti, you know, Waka Flocka, Lex Luger, you Damn. know, fucking. Well, I listen to everything, honestly. Like, I'm uh, impressed. I, I listen to you know, Dizzy Gillespie, uh, Louis Armstrong, you know, uh, everything. Like, it's just I, I played jazz too. Wow. In uh, middle school, I played classical. I, I um. I know I'm I'm rambling right now, but like no, it's okay. I, um, I play uh, clar- I started off with clarinet, mm-hmm. uh, transitioned to guitar and piano, and taught myself bass. Taught myself how to make beats. Uh, I mean, started making beats basically to produce for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started making beats around 13. Uh, yeah, so just I was in high school. I was like I was music guy. I was, a bunch of different ensembles. I was in a, uh, a rock band. I was in two rock bands, or maybe three. Um, <laughs> you know, just jazz band, fucking. I, I was the guy who, I'd come into school just to make music. Basically. Wow. Like, I would, my school, yeah, fuck uh-huh. I'd cut class, go make beats in the, because we had, <coughs> I'm very fortunate that um, in my school we had we had soundproof rooms and shit, like fucking pianos, and uh, we could go into a, a, a computer lab and make beats. We had wow. MIDI, MIDI keyboards and shit, so I would literally... Wait, what school did you go to, by the way? Um, Great Neck South, shout out, shout out to the Rebels, you know. Shout out to them. Uh, Bringing through the creative people, that's for sure. Mm. So many talented people I went to high school with, it was crazy. Um... I'm the nastiest of them all, but no. Hey! It was crazy. It was just a really good environment, like, for creating. And, mm. um, you know, like, there were so many other talented people there. And it just, right. you know, I love being surrounded by talented people because if I'm right. not, I'm not really that inspired. Yes, yeah, definitely. So, I think most um, creative people can say that. <laughs> I'm just, like, really competitive. Like, if you show me a beat, I'm mm. gonna, I'm gonna... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna make a beat, and it's gonna be hotter than yours. Try to work off that. Hell yeah. Um, That's what makes the taste makers great. This is what I was saying to you guys earlier. You guys are not gonna have any rest very soon. Thirty minutes of sleep. That's for sure. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that is for sure. So just real quick, is I you. Yo, you know your shit, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, damn, like most people, if you if you ask most people, both all of you guys, if you ask most people just any sort of simple question, they'll give you a very short, simple answer. Something that'll play it safe, but you guys definitely came with some impressive answers. And just to kind of further this conversation a little bit, the Grammys are tonight. And we were talking about this a little bit earlier about the album of the year having the most I'm pretty sure if I'm wrong somebody will correct me this is the internet but I'm pretty sure somebody will correct me this is probably the most uh, nominated urban and hip hop category like the most nominees that are in there for that so who you guys think is going to take it they didn't pick the right ones though you, who do you think that? so wait before you answer who do you think is going to take the, the Grammy song guys who do you think should have gone into those categories I mean 
my album of the year is not an English album, so okay, uh, I can't really speak for that. But I would say, you know, the Grammys never picks. They always pick the safe artists, the ones, yeah. the ones, mm-hmm. the ones that you know white people accept. Right. Um, you know, because white people love Kendrick. Mm. White people like Childish Gambino because right. he's relatable to them. Right. Uh, <laughs> 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 so, um, you know, Rhapsody is dope. She can, she can spit. Um, I think Jay. I'm gonna keep it real. I think Jay got nominated because of a legacy. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I think Jay is, I think, the best rapper ever. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the entire package. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, because I, I, the way I judge rappers is like, you need to be a showman. It's not just lyrics, because anybody can spit. Right. You need to, you need to be a, a personality. You know, you need to have charisma, and and Jay has, he has everything. Right. He has the he has the, the the hits. He has the lyrics. Mm-hmm. He has the image. I never met him personally, but we were in the um, back when I was doing my intern in, uh, for iHeartMedia. He came in and um, he had a, I'll never forget. He had a whole entourage. Whatever he's saying, it I know it wasn't that funny, but they were just. Oh. Oh, yeah. But you could see like his personality just standing literally five feet away from him, and his whole entourage surrounding him. You could just see that you know, regardless if it wasn't funny, he's definitely like you said, he's got the whole package for sure. There's just something about him, huh? I don't know that could be a blessing. You're surrounded by yes men, like. Well, yeah, that's definitely not. <laughs> yeah, wait, you gonna tell Jay Z no? I'm like, I'm not I, gonna I tell Jay Z no, but however, it's like, I tell Jay Z no. Of course you. Will. <laughs> you were very caring of man. But like <laughs> I mean nah I don't even want to step onto this. But <laughs> So real quick, who do you guys think just for tonight is gonna take home that Grammy for the best album? What is the safest option? I said Childish Gambino is the safest album. That's what I was thinking. But is he even is that even an urban album? It's, going to it's be urban. urban because it's black music, but it's mm. not hip hop. No, it's definitely not hip hop. Um, it's definitely like I feel like it's psychedelic that a whole album. Yeah, it's like it's soul. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, it's like kind of psych rock. And yeah, it's, it's not. I don't think that's an urban album. Like if that one, like I would be pissed. You would. I feel like because I, I do agree with what you were saying earlier that Kendrick. He's he is he is very like white people love him right now. White people love Kendrick. Yeah, and he like, tells them their right. DNA is a, is is an abomination, yeah. and they sing that it's shit. Like, yeah, dude. Because you know, like the whole Black Lives Matter thing is really great to hop on, and everybody wants to right. <laughs> everybody mm-hmm. wants to be proactive about what they can do. So I feel like that's probably working in his favor. But I do feel like Childish Gambino's uh, he he might win just for being safe. But I feel like Jay Z's album it might be. A little too offensive for some white people just because there's a lot of truth in there yeah and they get into it too much mm-hmm. yeah but so does kendrick they love they love it when they has that yeah, word bro and they playing the story oj silent <laughs> when i walk in walk out they bobbing <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I know you like it i know you bug bump with it but i mean i think jay has a chance just because yeah how many has he ever won album of the year? No, he hasn't. I, I think mean, I think that, hasn't I, either. I think he has a chance because of that. That'd be a clue. Because you know that this is his legacy. Yeah. This is his 
old man album. This mm-hmm. is for, you know, the guys in the academy who mm-hmm. can't relate to selling drugs. Right. They can relate to this kind of because it's a, it's a very mature album. Yeah. I, you know what? You're right. Because I didn't think about that. The, it's, it is a legacy yeah. album. It's like almost like I'm going into my final stages yeah. of, you it's know, his, just rapping. It's his first Sean Carter album. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to agree with that. That's a very strong statement. Fuego. Fuego. I can't with you. So we were talking a little bit about SoundCloud rappers earlier. Um, it's obviously very popular right now. So what do you guys think about Little Pump's statements about not getting signing unless it's for fifteen million? You gonna pay that fifteen million back? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right now he's re- he's reportedly worth one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Obviously, there's no near close uh, fifteen million. But if he was to get that fifteen million, what do you think? He would that spend would that shit stupidly. <laughs> I mean, right now he would like, buy a bunch of Gucci. Oh yeah, Gucci gang. But then again, what about endorsement deals? Like, like you know how to just because mm-hmm. like just because like he like, he had all this money doesn't mean he's not gonna get shit for free though. Yeah, so, he's definitely yeah. gonna get shit for free. I mean, at the same time, it's knowing your worth, which mm-hmm. he's a, he's very smart for that. Right. Like he's like, okay, the only way that you could get me to sell my my entire soul mm-hmm. is. You gotta give me all the fucking money in the world, right? So I can respect. I, res- I respect that. Yeah, you know, no, that, definitely. Confidence in yourself and shit like that, so mm-hmm. you could, you know, name a price that high. But it's like, if you want me, that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. taking out like yeah. expensive money. Yeah. You know, oh, pay back though. Like, hopefully he's not just talking. Right. And that was gonna actually be the second part of the question: is was this? Do you think it was self worth or just it's some talk. rapper shit? Yeah. yeah. I mean. I don't know him. It might be for the cloud. He might be just fucking around for a meme, but because uh, I I don't know the man, so yeah. or the boy or yeah, the kids, the kids, or whatever the fuck. It's not a shot. That's not a shot. I'm just old. It's not a shot. I'm not. You know. I like the really forty. This all off the myth here. Conspiracy theories. I can't. Hey, listen. And it, there was a post too that they said he he took a meeting with the Illuminati and I know academics <laughs> took that serious. He like posted it for real for real. I'm like I don't academics, think, yeah. Academic, the academics. anything really. Yeah. That is the truth. <laughs> There's like Lil Pump took a meeting with the Illuminati. I'm like, uh, do you really okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nah, he's just running with it. You're running with that. I mean, Lil Pump. Going to catch it up. But it's right. smart, though. It's like, one thing that Lil Pump is really doing good is, like, any type of rumor you're sending out there, he's mm-hmm. taking that shit and In capitalizing. Life. My son really dropped out of Harvard to save the rap game. Like, even mm-hmm. though that's not true, even though that's really not true, just the, just, just joking around, you get his, his name that's around. That's a fire line, too. Bro, like, like, you can do whatever. Like, and it seems like it's just going to boost him, whatever. Unless, like, like he like gets some domestic abuse situation that's to tarnish his name or some shit like that. Bro, <laughs> six nine is a whole pedophile. Bro. I know, bro. But then again, it's yeah. all about how can you really sell yourself. I don't know. Like you are talking about white America. Like yeah, white <laughs> America just voted for we're voting for pedophiles in Alabama, so they don't mm. give a fuck. So uh, hello, they gotta, they gotta <laughs> speak that truth right quick. <laughs> uh, they need a clean cut. 
I don't know. I don't think clean, clean cut works anymore for these people. Mm-hmm. But just to, you know, getting into the final stages of this interview, what can we expect from the tastemakers this year and also 2019? He was part of the taste making video too. He's the one doing the monologue and He's, he's the one who doesn't really smoke crack like that. Okay. <laughs> I'm loving it. Any upcoming shows, tours, um, appearances? Should, should, we, should we really like drop this one right now? Cause like it's still it's still in works right now. It's still in works. Um, we definitely have a show. Well, my man Pedro has a show definitely <laughs> at uh, SOBs. Yeah, oh, shout out SOBs. In, uh, yeah, shout out SOBs. Yeah, that um that's gonna be happening on March 18th. Uh, that's a Sunday. And uh, yeah, it'll be my first time really performing live. So that's oh, awesome! Like, we post really more like details. We post more details yeah. on Taste Makers. Yeah, we we might have some more shows coming out very sooner. So just mm-hmm. uh, go on our Instagram, and we'll keep you guys posted. Definitely. Stop so. them. Yeah, it's Tastemaker Sound 1S. Mm. Mm, one S. Fuego, because we share blunt. <laughs> and <laughs> to get down to the last part of the interview, it's, interview is my favorite part. It is five fast facts about Tastemakers. So, uh, however you guys want to spit your facts, it could be 15 or 5, whoever feels comfortable with uh, handing out the most facts of the group. I got one fact. You, you got know, one? We really are workaholics bro like we're working and about to go back to work just to, come, <laughs> just to go to work again like it makes no sense to be workaholics hard working group of young men we got one right there Pedro's thinking <laughs> I have to say Latino Latino the group is Latino you know we're we're all shades of Latino you know? oh awesome like we represent like because you know, Latinos are, we're not, it's not a race, it's an ethnic, you know, right. it's an ethnicity, so we, we just, you know, we're not showing one face of Latin America or American Latinos, we're showing various faces. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yes, so we got two, what we got for three? I'm about to be on my little pump shit to create some, some myths out here. Hey, right. <laughs> he's sending out some rumors to check capitalize. It All right, check it out. Uh, if you play Tastemakers backwards, it says to pop ghosts. Um, Yo. I have a picture. I was working one night and like, I'm, well, a couple of weeks, months ago, I was an intern. Now I'm a manager at Premier Studio. Hey, shout out to you. Can't, can't promotion, but it's not going to be that permanent because like, niggas about to be all over the world and shit. <laughs> but, right. but, um, yeah, I took, like, we moved, we were cleaning up the rooms and everything, mm-hmm. and the light was reflecting nicely. Like, I was like, yo, I'm going to take a quick picture. I took this shot. I swear, it's Tupac face. <laughs> Shout out to Tupac. Shout out to Tupac. He haunts the elevator in our building. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the shit right. never works. Wow. You know, that's why I picked Biggie over Tupac, because honestly, fuck that elevator. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. I picked Biggie regardless. Right. You know, shout out to New York. Shout mm. out to New York. And what we got for number, uh, number four? Mm. We're almost there. Pedro gotta give us something. He's like, ah, yeah, I'll give us something, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's blanking right now. Um, let's see, let's see. What can we think for the tastemakers? Hmm. Hmm. 
You know, I like the word eclectic. You know, that's okay. just, that's how it's weird. Expel it from the Why are you going to do this to me? It's E-C-L-E-C-T-I-C, right? I am the I've been smoking weed. Let me just, let me just Google this. He's like, what? I'm going to listen to this podcast. And I'm like. Listen to that. I was right. Mm. Oh, you know, I shout out to uh, English class. Shout I out didn't. To English I class. did not pay attention. But <laughs> um, yeah, shout out to English class. Yes. Uh, what we got for number five? Number just five. to wrap this one up. Oh, I think Pedro got hey, something. Tastemakers really decides what's hot, and that reflects in our music. You know, hey. like, you know tastemakers all about just where it comes from. Is mm. that like it has to go through you, and you, you know, really can see it's popping or not and people really right. follow with it we and said in the yeah, agenda exactly bosses um, over here yeah thank you so much tastemakers for joining me today shout out Duralist real quick he's a man obviously Duralist. also um the noise floor studio if you guys are looking for a place to record in New York please do hit up uh, the noise floor on IG for more information and uh, check back for tastemakers for their shows Pedro got a show March 18th you said that's right that's right Sunday what time at that's SOB's at eight, that's at 8pm 8pm and they'll be able to post the link where you can get the tickets thank you guys again for joining us thank you for the platform Appreciate of course it. gang 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 <laughs>